This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Live on SEN Track. Welcome to the Friday Form Panel with Jason Bonington and Dan Malecki. That's us. We were together last week, but we're joining forces again. Dan Malecki and Jay Bon talking about this 11 race program at Melton tomorrow night. And this is another wily contest. You think free for all, easy peasy Japanese. We've seen these horses before, but we've got a couple of resuming. Well supported. Now, favourite of was 40. A shock to me, I've got to say. Max Delight, a grand circuit winner, also resuming at $4.40. Cranbon back on Victorian soil seems under the odds to me based on recent performances. My Love's Mare, Traella's there, I think they can go forward. And Code Bailey, the comeback kid. Um, I'm going with hard fitness. You've talked me into this over the time, I think. <laughs> and fitness fitness uh, these days uh, accounts, for, accounts for plenty, doesn't it? I wrote the analogy. You know, um, August, early September in the thoroughbreds, when you get those moments where you've got the winter warriors that are still kicking around and the class runners returning. Well, this looks a little bit like that, doesn't it? Where you've got to pick your poison. And I've just seen it too many times in recent times that fitness and racing will win the day. But the punters don't agree. There was Seb's choice. Who are you with, Mr. Moyes? Yeah, look, I'm with the the race fit. I've tipped Code Bailey and and Shayella. Um, you only have to look at the early fluctuations to see what a mishmash it was and the turnaround with horses that, p- particularly, you know, a Cranbourne and a Max Delight, they look like they're right out of the gate. The prices have almost halved already. Shayella opened 16. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Um, Code Bailey is also trimmed up. Seb's choice has obviously got the good gate. He has firm, but he is f- um, first up from a spell. Um, I've explained myself many times, particularly at a at a higher, well, metropolitan level, I'm, and I'll almost always go with a, with a race fit horse. Case in point was last week with Shyella over in Cipher. Um, you would think in Cipher, if they met a hundred times, uh, in Cipher would win ninety nine times. The only time she wouldn't would be first up if she drew outside Shyella. That's not to take anything away from Shyella because she's flying and she can find the top here. Uh, Code Bailey, um, he can have further improvement from that last start performance. Uh, he was really good there. I was taken by the way he found the line. He still wants to be a racehorse. A very uplifting story to get him back to the track, but he's a really good horse and he might just have that slight advantage by having had those couple of runs back from a break now. Nine Code Bailey, four Shyella, so the two race fit horses. And then... Um, Max Delight and and Cranbourne. I mean, they're both good horses. Max Delight's first up. He's a good sit sprinter. He might only have to make his run from the 400 and it might suit him and give him a chance first up. Cranbourne's more likely to have to make his own luck. Uh, I actually didn't have Seb's choice in the top four. Naturally, when you see a, a $5 in the 340, you think I've made a bit of a blue here because he's going to get the right run, isn't he? He'll probably end up with a run of the race, uh, I suspect, if Shayla did cross. But it is over the 1,720 metres, and a lot of confidence, if it matches the support, might be that they're happy to try to lead with Seb's choice. So it's an intriguing race, but I'll stick with uh, Code Bailey, 9 from 4, 5 and 7. Well, this is getting a bit 
bit ridiculous. My top two tips are Toad Bailey and Shower. Such a tough meeting. Um, but it's good. It's good. Concurrence. Um, confidence for the punters. Toad Bailey, I just... I don't know what's going to... I really don't know what's going to happen at the start here. I do think the money for Seb's choice indicates that they're going to attempt to lead Zach Phillips, Bulldog Nicholson. I originally thought that Shiella would cross, but now Shiella goes forward, Max Light goes forward, Cranbin potentially goes forward. Even if there's not a stack of pressure, Code Bailey's just sitting in behind. And he did show second up from a break when driven cold. But that is going to be something, I think... As he moves his way to, towards 100% fitness, and he's very close. The team have done an incredible job. But that's going to be a pattern of racing that he very much enjoys. Um, so I've got him on top. Shayella, I still think he's over the 750 let alone the $16. She is flying. And because I love her so much, I, I'm going to say in Cypher would beat her 86 times to 14, not 99 to 1. <laughs> so, uh, Sorry. I'm going to do it on the basis that said he does try and lead. As the market indicates, that Tango Tara, I think Tango Tara would run past his choice if he tried to lead. Yeah. So yeah, good point. Yeah. To me, that's it's not a hard decision because head to head, I think the Tango Tara will run past his choice regardless. Who I think is massive unders and Max the light goes into fourth. But really, I think we're both primarily playing around the numbers uh, nine and four, but better we to avoid disappointment. Um, gamble responsibly, but better we to avoid disappointment because some of those prices are gone. We'll get through one more race before a break here. The sixth event on the card, and there was one that opened at uh, $12 here in Sassiola, who I think has got a very good chance. Beach Life has trialled well for her return. She's a finishing sort of a customer, isn't she, Dan? But there's no doubt she's got all the ability in the world. And the Black Booker, the next perspective Black Booker first up from a break, was it Ebony and Ivory, who I can't mm. believe is eight dollars fifty. So I'm I'm thinking second row class runners here. I think Blood Moon probably leads. Uh, Sassiola behind the leader, but I think the class runners will probably uh, will probably get the job done. So I'm with ten and nine primarily, but one's a lot better odds than the other. Dan, look, I I went for it's Ebony and Ivory as well. I thought it was going to be a challenge for Beach Live first up. Um, it's not too short though. Um, but Ed Sebody and Ivory's run first up from a spell was, was good um, and can improve very quickly on that. Uh, and that was uh, in a blanketed finish in pretty good time as well. Um, look, I'm expecting Ed Sebody and Ivory to, to end up in a decent enough position. It could be three back to the outside, maybe with a move. It could be four back, but follow something the last 400, finish off its race and be a really good each-way chance. Bit better odds than I'd anticipated as well. It's eight dollars fifty at the moment, but nine it's Ebony and Ivory. We're, we've seen her compete at a pretty good level against really good quality uh, mares, and even if you consider her just below that that top bracket, um, here she is uh, getting beaten half a metre by Tough Tilly last preparation in a Group Three race. So it's got to stand up in in this sort of affair. So I'm happy to have her on top. Number nine it's Ebony and Ivory. Uh, you mentioned Sassiola, uh, a bit of a tease, but gets a good gait. I've been fantastic horse for connections, won 19 races, placed in another 48 and gets a good gait. So Sassiola can absolutely figure it in the money here. Beach Life, number 10. And uh, and I put in Blood Moon as well, number three, but have to mention Kenny's Butterfly, who's absolutely flying. Uh, and even She's a Hovercraft is, is an interesting runner that could improve. But I was keen each way. I'm actually keener now that I've seen the $8.50, each way that is, though, um, because I'd anticipated she probably would have been $4.50. So that might be a bit of value in 
in its ebony and ivory. Um, it's not always uh, black and white, is it? There's a lot of grey. But this time, it's ebony and ivory at 8.50. Uh, to me, it is. It's black and white. Nine, one, ten, and three. <laughs> going well, isn't she? But she has been for a while. Um, uh, I think I think you're right. It was that race, wasn't it? She drew really wide and come out the gate. Yeah, I'm just looking at it now. You're right. Celestial Fragrance, I came out and beat out uh, Doug's babe, who was drawn inside. He's a very quick beginner, and Celestial Fragrance was the only one that was quicker. So they don't often use it, but it's definitely there if, if they mm. want to use it. Uh, I'm sticking with Beach Life on top for the purposes of the tips, but I'm with you, Dan. It's Ebony and Ivory is the uh, is a better value. Sassiola goes in. I sometimes can't tell the difference. Sassiola and so what could be standing next door to each other, and I'm not sure I could tell who it would be. But Sassiola goes in for third and for fourth. I've got Blood Moon. I think Blood Moon will probably lead and probably just get overrun by classier runners in the concluding stages. Shout out to Tim McGrigan, who's obviously not going through the easiest time at the moment, and Sun Darby, who's making full-time return to uh, to harness racing, which is wonderful. Time for a break. Many more races still to come. Friday, Port Battle, SEN Track, the Legion, Dan Malecki, and also the Battler, Jay Bond. We'll be back soon. (laughs) 